Hi, I'm Heather Yang. I'm a podcaster, entrepreneur, consultant, and a parent at the Primary Day School in the suburb of Washington D.C. In this podcast, you will hear the insight about Primary Day School from the head of school, teachers, students, and parents to discuss PDS value, belief, diversity, and inclusion. Not just academic, but also our life. Welcome to the Beacon Voices, a podcast for primary day school. Um, and uh, so during your tenure here, what do you think is uh, one or two aha moments that you realize you made the tri- choice of being here? Um, <laughs> it's okay to have ten. <laughs> yeah, have ten. Um. That's a great question. Um, I, I'm I'm sitting and I'm I'm cataloging through the through the years and 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 so many, so many great kids I've met over the years. You know, as a school, because it it's. It's what I think. When I talk to people that, are recent graduates, or graduates from many years ago, mm-hmm. and either had their own child now here or even a grandchild here. Mm-hmm. Biko, Biko powder, and the, the, the magic. Mm-hmm. The magic of primary day. You know, that exudes throughout the entire school. That's what I think about, sort of, um, what do you hear in the walls? What's that ethos, right? It's, it's kind of like Biko. It's the, it's, the, it's the Biko powder that you'll receive and it's common knowledge. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things that I think of all else, you know, it's what sticks to alumni. And by saying that, I think everybody then can describe an experience at primary day in so many different ways. That's personal to them. Mm-hmm. But when you relate it to Biko and his magic, the school, the magic of the school, Biko powder, I think the conversation uh, begins to unfold and you'll hear so many um, Great stories from so many different people um, when they just you know talk about the Biko pattern and Biko's magic. So, to me, I think that's that's where I have never seen at a school I've been at where people um, have such a strong affinity towards and 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 hold it true to sort of their memory and what's close to them. I just constantly hear about um, Biko and, and the Biko powder. Yeah, that's so true. Um, we talked uh, with um, so many staff members about it that I really enjoy those moments when this, you know, alumni who was already taller than their teacher come back ask for the Biko powder mm-hmm. uh, from, you know, Miss Najika. It's just a, it's such a, you know, touching moment for everybody to see that the magic still exists. Exactly. And, yeah. and for a school, that's what you want. You know, you wanted to have created the experience for your students, you know, that has the culture that, you know, they want to come back to. And there's there's these strong, fond memories that I had while I was here. Um, the other one is, um, as our, our graduates, uh, our second grade uh, begin to leave, is I, I want to stay. How come you don't have a third grade? <laughs> so I hear that one often, too. Yeah, it's, it's very... Um unique experience to watch how much they have progress since yes. they are in pre-K till the second grade. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, four short years if you start in, in pre-K. Um, but what that, I think that's what drew me, though, to this school in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we hear it many times 
Um, but it, it holds true for myself. And that is one of the reasons why, um, you know, I felt like I made the right decision. I think that's uh, one of the things you, you mentioned or you're asking, you know, how did you know this was the place? You know, I've worked from students from pre-K all the way to, the, to middle school. There, there's a joy that I have for the, the early childhood ages. And there's just the um, authenticity still within uh-huh. what, they, what they say and do um, that I can really find a, a lot of just happiness and joy about. And, you know, helping them navigate, you know, these, these new aha moments that they're experiencing. Um, they love to continue to explore, see what's new. Um, you know, they're, they're thinking about things in, in different ways. And to be able to hone in <laughs> these conversations with like a four or five and six year old is quite interesting um, and, and pretty memorable. So, um, you know, having a school just solely dedicated mm-hmm. to these grades where the second graders are the oldest ones in the building and, and hold such a great responsibility. You know, I, I thought, you know, that's a great school community. That, that's a great school experience when you're just starting off because, um, you know, I was at a K through five school, you know, we look at a second grader and we're like, oh, you know what? I'm, I need to ask one of these fifth graders to take this to the office for me. Well, I need yes. to have a fifth grader do that. Well, these are our oldest ones. We are relying on our second graders at an early age. And so, you know, the maturity, the responsibility that they're gaining here at this school is, is um, these, these small intangibles. Um, it's going to take them. Beyond. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we just uh, talk about, you know, during our Carol chat, it's I think, a very interesting point is that you are doing a very difficult job because it's very important to know what is correct and what is wrong to say. And it feels like some, a lot of times this topic can be oversensitive for many people because you will not know you made a mistake unless, like, you are really, you know, one of them. Otherwise, you right. will never know. Right, yes. right. I, I think that's. Um, there's unintentional things that happen, exactly. right? I, I think there's a huge difference between a strong intent and wanting to be uh, disrespectful, racist, mm-hmm. directly and overtly to somebody um, uh, for whatever reasons. Um, but there, there are some unintentional misses and, or, or cues that's not read or unknown and just not really understood. But that's where we become that learning community. That's where we we are able to respectfully say, oh, you know, in fact, that's I do this because of this or, you know, um, being able to not only help explain something, um, but also be able to be receptive if somebody were to either correct something that you may have said in offense, because yes. I'm sure there's an understanding the intent is not there, right? We, I think, as adults, and you know, more now speaking on the adult side, is <clears throat> the tone and the intent of something um, being different than trying to be overtly um, offensive, you know? Yes. And so that, that, that becomes um, very, very hard to navigate at times. Um, what makes it slightly easier is is the hopes that we're here all to learn yes. and that it goes both ways to be receptive, to receive information and then to, to sort of have the courage, though, to sign and speak up and say something. And it's very hard. Yes. It's a very difficult thing. And sometimes when you do hear something, even if it's not directed towards you, but maybe, you know, 
somebody mentioned, you know, when somebody says something like that, that is pretty offensive. Mm-hmm. And if you hear it, at what, you know, do you pause to say, I should step in, I should say something, because that's actually not right. And I'm going to address it with this person. And now it's sometimes a fight or flight moment, right? Do yes. I step in? Do I, do, how strongly do I feel to say it? Um, or I don't know, am I going to be offensive myself? Yes. Um, by speaking up or saying something to this person, right? And so it is. It is um, very sensitive on both sides. But again, I, I think um, we're, we're continuing to just build that capacity to, to better understand and, and to advocate for ourselves and speak up for ourselves and then for each other, you know, to do that. And so just knowing that when we do it respectfully, you know, we should, it should be re- received um, just the same. Yeah, the reason I'm thinking about that is that once I know one day I want to send one of my client a contract on Tuesday, and my client saying no, because in his religious belief, Tuesday is a bad day. That mm-hmm. I have no clue. Mm-hmm. And uh, because in other uh, culture, Tuesday is a great day. It's for the tears day, which is, you mm-hmm. know, the war god. Mm-hmm. So it's a good day. So that's something mm-hmm. I never know. And when I check, up, check with my colleagues, they didn't know it either, even they are coming from the same country as right. my clan. They have no clue. It's just, uh, you know, even they are coming from the same country, they believe different religion system, right. so they have no clue. So that's something I think is very crucial mm-hmm. to emphasize here is that we are all human beings. We all make mistakes. Yes. But it's more important what we learn from the past, yeah. not, you know, being, um, if we made some mistake unintentional, it's okay. We just need to acknowledge it and... Uh, know what to do and what not to do yeah. next time until we know better, right? Absolutely. <laughs> it's all avoidable. We yeah. can never be like perfect or yeah. like, you know, 100% precise. Right. There are just uh, so many different countries, mm-hmm. so many cultural beliefs. Absolutely. It's the yeah. conversation. It's, it's, it's getting ourselves up to, to have that conversations with each other and, and not shy away from the moments, right? Not mm-hmm. this whole sometimes you're like, oh, sh-, you know, let's not talk about that or don't, don't comment about that, you know. Yeah. Um, but sometimes <clears throat> the open conversation, excuse me, is what allows us to learn. Yes. You wouldn't know unless somebody brought it to your attention. Exactly. And um, as all as we're all learners, then it's like, oh, okay, I can respect that. Absolutely. Yes. Now I know for next time. I just thinking about a funny uh, experience. When I just came to America uh, and work in a, a company uh, in the Midwest, and uh, it's, it was my birthday, and my colleague who wanted to be nice, he decorated everything in the office for me, all using white tissue papers. And uh, I don't know about your culture, but in China's culture, that's for dead people only. Oh. That's only you do it in the yeah. you know, death ceremony yeah, right. for the people who passed away. Right. So the moment I saw it, my whole face will become mm-hmm. where that can be. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's a curse. <laughs> so I'm taking off all the tissue yeah. paper, come to my colleague saying, thank you, but for your information, this is for dead people only. And she said, oh, I'm so sorry about that. Yeah. And we just, you know, make fun about it. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, right. she's not, you know, doing it on purpose. Yes. And, uh, In fact, you trying know, to welcome you. Exactly. It's nice just, you know. <laughs> it was just, yeah. And, yes. uh, and th- those are those, those those things it's like those those things about each each of our lives and, and those 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 uh, what we our cultures that yes you know, we're beginning to to know and, and learn more about right yes I, I think and that that at the premise at the at, at the end of the day it, it is that exposure yes it is that one moment it's that like one nugget that won't be 
um, you know, there, there's always the standard things that we talked about, you know, that everybody kind of knows. Um, but what are those little things, you know, yes. uh, beneath the surface that somebody really had to tell you about? Yes. Um, and so as we begin to interact with more uh, diverse communities and each other's, and like I was saying before, being able to authentically and positively bring ourselves to school and say more about ourselves mm-hmm. and speak speak about ourselves, then then we get to really know the ins and outs um, about one another, those, those finer details that we can respect and, and uh, appreciate. Yeah, it's, it's, when you talk about it, I feel like it's more like, you know, death and attacks, yeah. that everybody has it, but no one talk about it. Yes. We just pretend it's not exist, yes. but it's, it's exist. Yeah. And it's important to teach the kids from an early age on. Uh, like, you know, I remember when my kids were little, they might ask my friend, saying, like a greeting or a casual chat, they mm-hmm. would say, how old is your grandmother? Uh, has he passed away? How about grandfather? Has he passed away? So that conversation yeah. goes on and on because for kids, they have no clue what death is. It just mean different things mm-hmm. compared to the adults where we are so scared of it and we don't yeah. talk about it. Yeah. But I realize that that's actually a great opportunity to educate them, mm-hmm. that we are all going to die. So it's okay to talk about it, but it's more important to know we are all going to die, but before we die, we can make our choices what kind of life we want to live. Yeah, so yeah. be cherished and uh, be present and uh, choose the way you want to behave and choose yeah. the way you want others to memorize you. That's a, you know, it can turn into a bad experience into a positive educational experience. Yeah, yeah, yes. absolutely. Well, you know... Mm-hmm. Um, I, I knew that it wouldn't be easy, mm-hmm. um, just just knowing what encompasses, um, you know, conversations around diversity and, you know, looking at um, equitable practices across the board. You know, I just I reflected a lot about myself and my own upbringing and my own schooling as well, and so, you know. It was through later, through college and, and um, you know, early adulthood to really navigate these conversations around my own personal identity and being, you know, Filipino-American and born, you know, in the States. There was a struggle growing up because sometimes it was hard to fit in in different spaces, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I didn't grow up speaking um, the native tongue fluently, mm-hmm. Tagalog. Um, but I grew up in a household where my parents did speak it. It wasn't uh, intentionally, though, you must learn it. Um, not for any one reason. Then I'm going to schools here in America, and that's all I knew. And then you meet others from, you know, my... Filipino culture and sometimes it's like they look at you differently now it's like how come you don't speak the language or oh you're more American than you are Filipino Mm -hmm. and then oh you're Filipino you're not really American Mm -hmm. and so you know that when we talked about racial identity and and finding that positive self um, I wouldn't necessarily say I struggled with it but these were Mm -hmm. just questions that kept floating as I was growing up I was like I don't know I'm just trying to <laughs> make friends and you know, fit in. I just yeah. want to fit in. 
Um, but, you know, later in life, I was able to sort of like reflect back. I was like, oh, that was the moment. That's where I was struggling with, you know, wanting to be a part of one group, but not being accepted. Mm-hmm. Then wanting to fit in for another group and not being accepted. And, you know, that's why taking on this role was important to me to be able to, you know, ensure that that inclusive lens, those those moments where we may need to have these difficult conversations around race and identity, um, that, you know, there, there were points where I could understand where somebody might be going through something at an early age, right? I don't want to ever be dismissive to the fact that, oh, this can't happen. They're so young. They don't know what they're thinking or seeing yeah. or doing. Um, let them just be a kid. Well, yes, I agree that to be true, but I want to explore these conversations as well. I want to get to that point as well. And like I said, we're, we're building on that. We're growing as a school. We're all, all learning to do so. But I just, I understand personally that it exists and it shows up at an early age when we struggle within our own selves mm-hmm. and when we look at each other. Um, and of course, there's moments where no matter who the child is, positive experience about themselves and freely shares about their culture and is able to make friends. Um, and that's wonderful. That, that's the ideal. And then we want to make sure that continues to happen. Um, but we also know that there, there are times where we need the outlets and we, we need to know that um, somebody understands me and understands what I might be going through or there's, there's ways that the school's looking at to, to ensure I'm not getting lost um, in that as well. So it brings everything to the forefront. Our, our DEI work is ensuring that we keep it at the forefront and it's allowing us to make conscious decisions um, when we do things and when we come together as all school, right, that we're being as inclusive as we possibly can, bringing people to, to the table, a seat at the table, to have open conversations. And so that's the work. That's, that's uh, where we're, uh, our goals are and really trying to work towards. Yeah, that's very touching. Uh, now I know why you are the best person for this job, because you have been there. Uh, because we all parents, we know, we all know, we can read ten thousand books about how to be a bad, good, good or you know better parent. But it's a totally different story than read about ten thousand books or having your own kid, right? It's just a totally different. Uh, if you've never been there, it's very hard to imagine what's the world. You can have you know perfect theory, but that may not work at all. But the difference about you and other people is that you have been there you have experienced this, you know, identity crisis or self-identity issue that you have experienced the pain, the confusion, so you can speak better, um, not only for yourself, the younger self you have experienced, but also for the other people who is going to experience that themselves. I think that's crucial. Right? Yeah. And also, at the end of the day, it's more about um, admit and embrace your true self. It doesn't matter much where you come from, what's your skin color, what's Mm -hmm. your hair color. It's more about who we are, and we should just admit and celebrate who we are. Right, right. We we see each other. We we know we we exist. We we know that, um, you know, we look into the mirror and and see the beauty within ourselves Mm -hmm. and each other. 
And, you know, that's that's what we, we can equip our young kids with. When we talk about what's age appropriate, what's, what's ways that they can, you know, build their capacity mm-hmm. in being kind people um, in a very diverse uh, global world, you know, the, these are the ways. Yes, and I think we are very lucky. Uh, we are lucky that we are living in a time that people are all open-minded about that and people are willing to make corrections. Maybe not perfect the first time, but at least we realize the issue and are starting working on it. I think that's um that's one thing that we do um live in an age or a time that um it's okay to talk about it. It's okay to make a mistake. It's okay to know that there are certain things we don't know, but we want to make it right. Um, but also, I think we are lucky to have you that you know to have someone. Mm-hmm that who have been there and uh, willing to help the kids uh, with your own experience and uh, trying to make this experience less harsh on, <laughs> on themselves right. when they grow up. Well, that, thank you. That's very kind. But, you know, it, it, it's twofold. It's the partnerships that we build. Like mm-hmm. I said, we're continuing to learn, um, you know, families like yourself and, 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 and parents that are willing to do the work, I, I would say, with us and mm-hmm. be partners in that <clears throat> And to grow and learn. And so that, that's what makes that robust community yes. uh, for us to keep building. Yes. I noticed that Miss um, um, Neil Muffson really uh, values the diversity and the inclusion. And that's how he practices it, uh, you know, through his daily work. Um, I really uh, appreciate that he puts this into his, you know, work schedule uh, and uh, really implement it. Uh, that we have had so many uh, amazing parents infinity group discussion uh, that both you and him were present and uh, uh, talk about the things we like to cover rather than, you know, academics or, you know, the social studies or the uh, STEM or the art training that is crucial for every school and students. But also I think it's important that both you and him wanted to set aside your time and efforts to work on this because this is crucial too. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And it, it finds itself into all facets of, of school life, mm-hmm. right? And it, it does. It just makes us, um, you know, better decision makers, better planners, um, because we're, we're looking at it in a, um, you know, hopefully in a more complete view. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so thank you so much for our time today. So any words for the current students or the future families? Um, our current students, um, I just will say, you know, uh, continue to, to enter th- our doors with the bright smiles and energy that you continue to have, um, the, the open-mindedness to, to learn and to be uh, with your peers and your teachers, keep practicing those PDS values. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the future family, for future families, I'd say um, come visit. You, you do have to see the magic yourself. You do have to feel it within our walls. Um, you know, I know within the community when you hear Primary Day, there's so many wonderful things that are, that are said. And so to experience it um, in real, real time, you know, to be within our, our, our four walls, so to speak, um, I, I think you, you'll be able to capture that. And um, this will absolutely be a place where your young child will be able to thrive 
and you know hearing about some of our DEI work knowing that it's a space for them to be themselves that they'll be supported in that that they'll be encouraged to to think and to be kind and to you know want to represent themselves yes and uh, to let them um accept and embrace uh, embrace the true self of who they are because Absolutely. every of us are beautiful as who they are. Yes. 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 Yeah. Thank you so much, Ray. I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much, Heather. This was fun. Yeah, thank Enjoy. you. Talk soon. Bye.